This is DJ Thomas, and you're listening to Frequency Interrupted. Barbie Thomas, how are you? I am great. How are you? I'm great. So it's been uh, a little over a year since we talked last. And um, just to give the listeners or viewers who may be watching today who haven't heard your story before, if you can give them a quick summary, then we can get into the, you know, the nuts and bolts of hanging out. Sure. Um, not quite sure what all you want in my summary, but I lost my arms when I was two and a half in an electrical accident. I climbed into a transformer and burned both my arms badly. And um, I've also got burns on my legs from where the electricity exited my body. Um, went through a lot of therapy and a lot of, you know, growing pains, growing up, going through all that. And, um, you know, but still managed to live a very full life and I'm still, you know, independent and healthy. And, you know, I, I grew up playing sports. I got into fitness competitions as I got older. Um, I had children and raised children. And in fact, my baby is turning 21 in a couple of days. So, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not sure what else you wanted me to recap. On no, I mean, that's that's great. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, that, those are all the, the important points, right? I mean, you, as people who may not be watching but listening, um, you, you lost your arms at the age of, you said two, correct? And um, you, we, I remember vaguely last time we talked, you have very, very, very vague recollection of having any arms. I think we talked about that. I, I remember when we talked last that you said that you could, you had vague memories of, laying down and coloring or drawing on something. Yeah. I think I was with a babysitter or a friend and laying on my tummy, um, on the floor coloring. That's about all I remember. <laughs> That's crazy. And, and, and you've lived a full life to this point and you've done so many things that, you know, and what's always impressed me by you and how I found you is that not only have you done things like fitness competitions, things like that, but you've led, you've led a, a, a normal life. Like, you know, when people always have excuses, like I don't want to do this because of this, you know, or whatever you've, you've raised children, you've, you know, you've had jobs, you've, you've, you've done fitness competitions, you, you cook and clean, you do all the things that you need to do and you're doing it all with your feet. Like, it's just insane to me. Yeah. Well, I think excuses are stupid, even though, I mean, I have, I have my own sometimes and do the same thing. I have to, you know, talk to myself and tell myself the same things that I would tell someone else. But, um, for the most part, yeah, excuses are, they get you nowhere. So. <laughs> no, I completely agree. Well, how's the past year been since I talked to you last? Oh man, so much has happened in the last year. Um, you know, we were just kind of talking about it before you started recording, but, yeah. um, well, of course all the COVID stuff which made life crazy for a while and still a little bit not quite back to normal um but um I did manage to keep up with all my fitness and working out and doing all that um I got out of a very toxic relationship um I'm now in a very happy healthy relationship um my kids have really I don't know, I guess kind of come into manhood a little bit and grown up <laughs> and so, you know, happy and working, both of them working two jobs actually. And um, I was telling you, it's kind of nice that now when they call me, it's not because they need something and you know, I don't see their name come on the phone and go, Oh God, right now. <laughs> I'm happy because they're just calling to chat. Just yeah. saying, hi, 
telling me some good news or something. So that's pretty awesome. Um, I lost my grandfather earlier this year, actually on Memorial Day, which, you know, that's always sad. Um, but now I, I'm, I've always been close with my grandma, but I feel like we've grown a lot closer since then. So that's, that's been cool. Um, gotten to see her more and talk to her more and we've gotten really close. That's pretty cool. Um, also, you know, we talked last year about the Nubability camps that I coach at in the summer. And back in May this year, um, well, actually long before May, actually for the last few years, they've been asking me to have a camp in Arizona for just the armless kids. So it's the first time they've wanted a, a specific limb difference, a camp for a specific limb difference. Um, and I have put it off and put it off and put it off. And then last year when they asked me, I finally was like, eh, with all the COVID stuff and that we didn't get to have summer camp last year. I thought, oh, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> um, and actually it was awesome. It was a kind of a smaller camp. I only had five kids this year, uh, but that's kind of normal with the first camp. Um, also there were still several people not wanting to fly because of COVID, but it was an awesome experience and, um, it's going to be a yearly thing from now on. So that's pretty cool. Well, that, um, yeah, that's a great organization too. I remember when we talked last time, I know you got me connected with, um, a few people over there and then I got them connected with some people over here to get some of these kids, um, it was actually, I got them connected with the dream hunt foundation with some of these, um, they actually, basically take kids out and let them hunt or fish, you know, that may have disabilities or anything, you know, whether it's mental all the way to physical. Um, so it was really awesome to connect them. So and that would have never happened had someone I'd known here locally listened to the show and said something to me about you. So thank you for that. That's awesome how that happens. Cause nobility actually, I mean, shooting and fishing are two of our outdoor sports. So yeah. It fits right in. It's, it worked out great. So we were talking about um, over the last over the last year, like what's happened. But you know, so like aside from COVID and all the, the negative things, what have you seen as like some kind of positive reimbursement? You know, for you, you know, other than I mean, you're you always seem to be a great positive person. <laughs> but I mean, what what's what's happened in the past year for you? <laughs> Yeah, normally I, I try to stay pretty positive. Like I said, I have my days on, you know, normal like anyone else when you can get down. And, um, you know, I had kind of a rough time last year with some hormonal issues I was having, which have uh, are pretty good now. Um, that made a rough time rougher, <laughs> for sure. Um, I'm grateful for my naturopath who helps me even all that stuff out. Um I don't know. I think, you know, like I said, even though COVID was, is a negative thing, I think it also brought people together. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think I'm closer with a lot of people in my life because, you know, we'd get together and hang out. We couldn't all just be out doing our own thing, different places. So, you know, yeah. we'd get there and I think that's pretty cool. Well, you also, you said you kept up with your fitness, but you didn't mention that you've gotten really into pole fitness, which is awesome because I've been watching this journey for the past year and um, you've been doing great. So you want to talk about that a little bit? Because I feel like that's a, that's has its whole little, you know, 
circle, but you've embraced it because of, you know, your, you know, your physical capabilities and what you've been doing with it. It's just been crazy what you've been doing there. Right. Yeah. This is actually, um, it's been three years since I started pole. Uh, although I have, my poles are both down right now. I'm waiting for friends who can come over and get them put back up. Um, so I've been kind of bummed about that, but yeah, poles are one of those things that, yeah, I'm limited because of, you know, not having arms, but I focus on what I can do and try to make it better and try to improvise, um, modify some different skills. And, you know, I work with what I've got and do what I can and I have fun. It's a challenge and a challenge is something that I always love and I don't back down from. So, uh, it's fun. It's empowering and I love it. And I always encourage any, anyone, any woman, well, anyone, woman, man, whoever who wants to try it, you know, do it. It's, it's, it's harder than it looks. It takes a lot of strength. Um, cause people just think, Oh, you just spin around a pole. Well, <laughs> it's not that easy. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's really hard, but it's fun, challenging, empowering, it, you know, makes you feel good. So do it if you have the chance. Yeah. I've been watching your journey since we met last year and, um, it's just been crazy. Cause I know you talked about you, you're into it already, but I guess you just started displaying that to people here recently. Um, right. And that that's been cool because there's there's so much to that. I mean, the insane amount of core strength it takes and leg strength it takes. You know, you not have any arms is is enough as it is. But just that in itself is amazing. How much you know physical capability it takes to do that and perform any kind of you know movements right. other than just you know climbing up and down basically. Right. Yeah, and climbing is actually something I have not yet figured out how to do. So for me to get up, I mean, I have to just, I only can go so high and sometimes I jump and I'm still not going to get all the way up to the top, obviously. So someday maybe I'll figure that out. I'll never quit working at it, but um, yeah, it's been fun. Finally. Now I, like you said, I just recently started displaying that and most of that, like I said, I was in a toxic relationship and he had yeah. a big problem with me putting anything Paul related on social media. And I finally just said, Hey, you know, I'm missing a huge platform here where I can really be inspiring to a lot of people, women, especially, um, you know, and I want to do that because I think there's a lot of women who have all four of their limbs who have all of their abilities and, you know, they're discouraged and they don't feel sexy and they don't feel pretty and they don't yeah. feel, you know, like they're capable of doing these things. And I want to show them that you can, and, you know, sexy is in your attitude. It, you know, it's not about a certain look or a certain, you know, body shape or size it's, it's within you and embrace it. And so I just said, yeah, I'm, I'm starting an Instagram page. That's just my poll stuff. Now I keep it private and I only add women on there unless yeah. it's a man who's, you know, already into the poll or, I understand. Yeah. but, um, so yeah, if you're a man, you're, I'm not going to add you, but <laughs> there are too many, you know, no, I get it. No, I completely understand out there, but, um, yeah, so I finally did that. And, of course, now my polls are down and I've posted nothing. But <laughs> eventually it'll all be back up and run again. But that's been fun because I think it does inspire a lot of people and motivates a lot of people. Yeah. And well, women I'm, 
we brought that up and you just said you just you sparked a memory for me. So I remember last time we met, um, you said your polls are down, you posted nothing. So I remember last time we met, we talked about like I want you to post more because I feel like you're such a game changer for anyone who has any kind of self-doubt, right? And then you started posting all these swimming videos, and I was super inspired by those because oh my god. You know, like, it's amazing to me, like, what you were doing and, and like, that just, I got excited, like, you, because we talked for a little while afterward, and you were like, I'm going to post something, I'm going to post something else, I'm doing this, and I was like, oh, yes. I to do that, so, I'm well, like, yeah, you're right, I should be posting more, and then someone else, you know, when I said, I'm going to be going off social media for a while, which, again, was not something I really wanted to do, but. I kind of thought I needed to for some reasons, but also it was due to that relationship. Um, you know, someone else said the kind of the same thing. You know, you go off social media and you're really doing a disservice to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, so I'm back on. And yeah, the swimming video was, um, I grew up on swim team and it's still something I love to do. And I don't, I don't go swimming laps very often anymore, but I thought, well, I should get a video and show people. Yes. So, so well, I, gotta... I mean, and it's, it, you know, and for someone like you, of course, you know, you're going to, it's going to show something where people feel like, oh my God, I need to get up and do something. But not only that, like there's so many people that lean on some type, type of crutch, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and use some type of excuse well, at this point, like, look at this woman who has done all these things and does not she's not crying about anything. Like, look, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm missing two less limbs than you are and I'm still operating functionally. And I'm also exceeding expectations than most people in normal society do. So like when you see that, like, I just, I get so, I get so excited when we talk about it because there's so many people out there that have these this self doubt, you know, I think that's the biggest thing is self doubt, you know, and it may be, you know, where some people may be a little bit more like scared to share things or they're not going to try things because it's out of their comfort zone. But at the biggest, at the root of everything, I feel like it's self doubt. Right. Yeah. I mean, and I, I can't remember if we talked about it last time, but I always say the mind is a powerful thing and you know you hear everything you tell yourself so if you're going to keep telling yourself i can't i can't I can't then you're going to then you can't i mean you can't but um if you tell yourself you can and believe in yourself and at least try i mean my god if you don't try how do you know if you can or can't you know yeah so. well i mean and i don't know if you've looked at these i was having this conversation with someone earlier today because i said hey i'm going to have um Barbie back on my podcast and they didn't know who you were. And so I was showing them information and, um, that, you know, basically that you do everything with your feet, you know, and, uh, like we move our fingers, you move your toes and <laughs> not, I mean, not, to, you know, not to that extent, but you're able to use your feet more operational than anyone else, basically, if they have, you know, arms and hands. And, um, I was talking to, um, physical therapist not too long ago and it always makes me revert back to you is that you know he was telling me that um a lot of times we pronate and we do things because we originally had you know we originally didn't have shoes so we should be able to move each toe just like we can move each finger but most people can't do that well i can't even do that <laughs> right not, not quite i mean I, I think i move them a lot better than most people but yeah yeah I just think that, you know, I just think that it's so awesome that, you know, you're a display of, you know, what we 
could be and also what we're we're missing because at the end of the day yes you you're missing something but i feel like we are too does that make sense right yeah, yeah. i don't feel like i'm missing anything i guess because i don't remember right really this is all i know i don't really feel like i'm missing anything once in a while something comes up that i'm like oh god i wish i had arms right now <laughs> <laughs> you no know, not very often and um it could always be worse so I'm grateful. Well, see, that's, that's, what's amazing though. Right. Because most people hearing you say those words right there are going to all be always be worse. Like, I mean, we're sitting here with these, you know, things that, you know, it's just crazy to me. Like your attitude is just, it's amazing. I mean, I don't care who you are. I don't care what your situation is or, you know, there's always someone who there's always someone out there who has it worse. You're exactly right. So I think we should always, count our blessings and you know they say have an attitude of gratitude and it's true um be grateful for what you know for the positive things in our life what we do have and not you know can't focus on the negative so much or focus on what we don't have or can't do or i mean it doesn't do any good anyway so yeah yeah, no, I can I completely agree. So, um, well, let's talk about. Uh, can we circle back to nobility for a minute? Of course. Um, <laughs> well, um, let's talk about that most recent camp you had. So, um, you you said you had a handful of students, and um, you know, it was just solely set up with you and what you, you know, were talking about doing for a while, and you just started doing. So, how did it go? And just tell me a little bit about it. Uh, well, it was. Great. I had five campers, um, a four-year-old, a five-year-old, a 10-year-old, 11-year-old, and a 12-year-old. Um, a couple of them had never been to camp before. One of them is local here, and I've known her since she was born. One of them I've known of since she was born, but she lives in Texas, and um, I've never been able to meet her yet, so that was pretty cool to meet her. Um, and then a couple of them uh, have already been to Nobility camps. And then there's the 12 year old was a, someone totally new who's never been to any camp. And so it was a fitness camp because I wanted to focus on, you know, strengthening our bodies, strengthening our core, because I feel like when we use our feet, we sit differently to, to do things and we really need to keep our core strong. Uh, we end up having problems with our, backs and our necks and our hips and I wanted to I, I want to really try to help prevent some of those issues as they get older you know I had occupational therapists and physical therapists telling me when I was growing up you need to do this and that uh, you know because or your, your back going to be hurting by the time you're 30 you're going to be hurting and I just rolled my eyes <laughs> whatever 30 so far away <laughs> but um you know, but they were right. And, you know, I do have some of these issues, but I work hard at keeping them at bay, keeping, you know, pain to a minimum. And I just feel like if I can impart that information to these kids and their parents to help prevent some of these problems down the road, then I need to do that. And in the meantime, keeping them healthy and fit and active and strong, uh, flexible. We worked on flexibility. And then we also worked on just day-to-day -day skills. We had one morning at my house, actually, where we just worked on anything from, you know, toileting to dressing to eating, um, anything they needed to work on. Because I, I feel like I, 
there's not there's not a lot of us with no arms. Uh, there are more than you probably know, but I feel like it's kind of my responsibility and my duty to pay forward the knowledge and the experience that I have with these kids so that they can be fully functional and fully independent in their lives as well. So, you know, there's, I know there's some things, especially with the teenagers that is awkward for them or embarrassing or whatever, but I feel like, you know, let's get over it and let's deal with it so that you can be independent. Yeah. And and this one, I don't think it has to be awkward. It's just life. It's stuff that we all have to do you know yeah i mean if you've been through that firsthand right so how many of these uh these uh five kids were born with that you know with none or who what happened like so how many what are we looking at um, all of them were born without their arms okay we had other coaches without arms here too just to help out and you know be an example and be an inspiration and um yeah, it was awesome. I think every one of them except me has been born without arms. Okay. Well, I mean, I think it's amazing too, because you're, it's, it's, you're setting an example and you're actually, you, you're giving that experience to those people. Right. So like, the, and so what, what would be something you would say to uh, the kids that were older, not the, you know, not the five or six year olds, but maybe the 12 year olds that actually are worried about bullying. Cause we talked about that on the last show. Like I still want to kick that dude's ass and knock your backpack off. I don't, I never, I will never forget that. If you ever send me his name, I'm going to find him. Well, I wish I could go back and kick their asses. <laughs> but <laughs> and would. back then I was a little too uh, introverted and shy but today I probably would <laughs> but um yeah so what be some of the things that you would say to those kids who are a little older and who, who may take ridicule or something like you've been through you know the younger kids aren't going to see that yet but the older ones would so what would be something that you would talk to them about well, there's a few things. Number one, you can't let everything that people do and say get under your skin. Sometimes you got to have a thick skin, let stuff roll off your back. Sometimes it's not worth a big fight. It's not worth, you know, it's not, sometimes it's just not worth it. Another thing is the people who are bullies like that and they're mean to you and they say mean things and do mean things. It really is about them. You know, when they're mean to me, it's not about me. It's because something you know within themselves that they're not comfortable with or they're insecure about or you know a lot of people have to belittle other people to make themselves feel bigger and it it doesn't make them a bigger person but I think when people act like that it says a lot about them and nothing about me or the person that's being bullied and I think sometimes we just have to remember that that you know and I completely, the, oh, not me. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I completely agree. But at that age level, you're always like, you hear that. It's so cliche, right? You know, okay. like it's like, um, you know, don't worry about it. You know, it's okay. It happens. They're an asshole. Whatever it may be. But okay. that at doesn't that mean age, don't stand up for yourself, though. Yeah. You know, I definitely think you should stand up for yourself. Yeah. Um, I don't mean you have to go around kicking everyone's ass who right. <laughs> my, my, actually my older son did that a lot I mean he got in a lot of fights because kids knew if they wanted to push his buttons they should say something about me and it got under his skin and he did kick ass a lot and yeah. I tell him Jordan it is not worth it you cannot go around beating up every kid who says something mean about your mom because I don't have arms 
it's just, it's not worth it. Yeah. You know, some of them, maybe they needed it, but, um, some of them, like, it's, it's just not worth it. You just can't go around beating up everyone who says something. There's other ways to deal with it. You know, I mean, I'm not saying I'm, I'm proud of him that he stood up for me, yeah. but at the same time, like we can't go through life just fighting everyone either. So, no, I mean, I agree. I mean, and you're, you're such an activist for selflessness. I mean, you show that, you know, what you do. And uh, I completely agree because I got enraged the last show. We were talking about just because you were telling me that story. I was like, I, I would hit that person. Like it, it makes me mad. So I get it. You know, I understand. Yeah. Oh no. Sometimes it does make you mad. And, and like I said, I don't think you should be just a wallflower and just sit there and take it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know that sometimes you're supposed to turn the other cheek or whatever, but also I think there's a time you do need to stand up for yourself. And well, have you, um, have you now we're on the subject, have you spoken or talked about bullying or have you been involved in any kind of organization against that? No. Well, Sam Coonart, who he's the founder of Nobility, he does a lot of that. He does um, seminars and goes to schools and stuff and talks about that kind of stuff. So he, he does that. I, I haven't, um, mainly cause I don't know. Uh, sometimes I think people might not like to hear what I have to say about it sometimes, <laughs> you know, like I think sometimes these, sometimes, sometimes it's not worth it, but sometimes you do have to stand up for yourself. And sometimes I think, yeah these bullies do need their butts kicked and that's all well, that's going to get. I, I don't think a, um, you need to go to, I don't need to go to schools telling people that's what you should do. <laughs> I mean, it's not, the, it's not, it's not always that, but I do have someone I'd love to connect you with. And uh, we'll talk about it after the show, um, who is a huge activist against those things. And, um, who has very, very good success in laying the lines out and you would be a great person to speak to his audience you know, just to, you know, because I feel like the thing with the bullying is, yeah, of course, sometimes if they know you're going to whoop their ass, they won't bully you. Right. But sometimes like there's 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 all kind of angles to approach those situations where you can resolve it without violence, of course. But until you're, you know, until you're given that situation or you talk about it, you don't really know how to handle it. So it's more about self-awareness. And I feel like you are full of self-awareness at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah and there's only one time there was a, there was a girl, she was a bully. It was eighth grade and um, gosh, she was so mean every freaking day. And my friend finally said, you know, you need to stand up to her. You know, she wants to fight. Tell her to fight. Tell her, let's go outside. And I guarantee you she'll back down. So that's what happened. I said, fine, let's, let's, let's go do this. And she was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes that works too. But. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, but I, I just feel like that uh, that would be something that you may be interested in. Like I said, we'll talk about it later. But um, um, I feel like that it's a huge thing. And, you know, being someone of, you know, dealing with that and, and, and going through the motions and like you said with your son dealing with that too you'd be a huge you know speaker for that organization basically yeah well other than that let's talk about some positive stuff <laughs> so um you said you just recently got a toxic relationship i'm not gonna get the personal details but now um you <laughs> seem to have a new glow about you <laughs> i know last time we talked i was uh we were talking about a few things you said i'm dealing with some stuff and i was like okay um and then recently we since reconnected and you seem like you're um 
back up to speed. You know, you seem bright and shining. So, yeah, yeah. I have someone new in my life. I met him a few months ago and, um, it's been awesome. He lives a couple hours away from me. Uh, but so far that hasn't been a problem, which is kind of weird because I've dated people who live in Scottsdale, which is about 40 or 45 minutes for me. And that was way too far to go. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> well, no, that's, that's, that's awesome though. I mean, that just means you're in a better place, right? It's funny that you just said I have a glow about me because the first time he saw me, that's what he said. He said, oh, he said, I had just this amazing glow about me. He knew he just had to meet me. And um, and then I was gone. Poof. Uh, <laughs> and then I was back a few weeks later and he saw me. And um, here we are now, a couple, two and a half months later or whatever. Well, that's awesome. I mean, and, yeah, and, and that, and I'm I'm serious because a lot of times you see people when they're going through something you may not know about it until you hear about it later, right. and you know you see them again and you didn't realize it the first time you saw them you see them again you're like okay something's different about them, you know whether it be you know someone you know they always say that about someone who's pregnant you know or someone who is in a new relationship. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, other than that, um, what are some things that you may want to talk about that we might, might not have got to cover on the last episode? Um, basically just, um, I feel like the audience is so broad that based, you know, at the end of the day, what's some message you would have for people who may be holding back on something, what, no matter what it is. Yeah. Don't hold back. I mean, don't because I think if you I think when you hold back stuff or don't do something that you want to do or don't say something that you want to say or don't try something you want to try whatever it may be it's something you're going to regret later and I think what have you got to lose try it you know maybe you won't succeed but at least you won't regret it at least you won't be 80 years old someday going god I wonder if I could have done that you know yeah um I think regret sucks. So don't hold back anything. Just go for it and do it. Try it. Well, it means so much. Like it just, for me, like hearing you say that it's just powerful and people who, you know, who take those things for granted, you know what I mean? Like we, I mean, us as human beings, we take everything for granted. Right. But people who are regular functioning and have everything and you know, they're operational, they're fully healthy. Um, they lean on things and mostly it's insecurities. And we didn't talk about this a lot last show, but what are some of your insecurities? Hmm. I don't have a lot of insecurities. That's amazing. That's great. I think we all have some, uh, you know, a little bit. Um, That's a hard question. Let me think on that. Maybe we can come back to it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to hold you a gunpoint here. Um, I just thought about it because I feel like that you're such a positive person. You know, most positive people who are so upfront with everything, they don't seem to have a lot of those, but I just want to know if you had any. Yeah. I mean, of course I'm trying to, trying to think about that and put it into words, but if we could, Back to the no regrets and let me give an example. Sure, let's do it. Um, when I was wanting to compete in fitness, um, 
I knew for a long time I wanted to be that, but I doubted myself and, well, what if they don't let me compete or what if I'm not allowed because I don't have arms or what if I, you know, don't do well? What if I get up there to do my routine and I slip and fall or what if, whatever. I had all these what ifs, you know, and, and it was a couple of good friends of mine who encouraged me and said, why are you doubting yourself? How are you going to know if you don't try? And they're right. And if I had not done that, I might've, you know, 45 years old now, I might've been going, God, I wonder if I could have done that. I wonder if that would have been fun, you know? And now because I went out there and did it and it was, yeah, the first time was scary as hell, but it was in my blood after that. And I didn't want to stop and had so much fun. And look how many years I had of competing in fitness and having fun and meeting new people and learning new things and bettering myself because I finally got rid of the self doubt and just did it. Yeah. So now I can't regret that because I did it. Well, that's interesting. You brought that up. Do you have any regrets? Um, with the competing stuff or anything, anything. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe some things I wouldn't want to say on here. Oh, that's fine. Um, that's fine. That's fine. Of course. I think everyone has insecurities. Everyone has regrets. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's some things in my life. I of course wish I wouldn't have done, but at the same time, all those things make me who I am today. And I love that you just said that. I love that you just said that. Yeah, I mean. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I can look. When anyone says anything about they regret something, but they don't follow it up with that, which nine times out of ten, you never hear that. That's amazing to me because you're exactly right. If you do have a regret, at the end of the day, it made you who you are currently right now. And at this state, we can see and we can hear that you are happy. So, right, at the end of the day, what does it matter? Right. Yeah, I think they're all experiences. You know, some things maybe we wish we hadn't experienced, but, you know, and I tell my kids this all the time. Okay, you made a mistake. Okay, you slipped up, but learn from it. Well, yeah. If that's something that's good that come from it. that comes from it is that you – you had a lesson and you learn from it and you don't do it again, or, you know, you can do things better in the future, do things differently. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. There's things in my life I've done that I'm not proud of and um, that maybe I regret, but I've learned from them. Hopefully <laughs> sometimes I have to learn the lesson multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I have a friend, one of my best friends, Kathy, she always says, you know, the universe will teach us these lessons over and over and over again until we learn them. Yeah. Sometimes we have to go through things more than once before we finally get it. But yeah, learn from it. Use so you're hard headed. That's what you're trying to say. I am. <laughs> I'm a Leo. I am too. I'm hard headed too. Um, I'm also my father's daughter. <laughs> yes. Double whammy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, look, I think it's great. I think it's great that you can actually be real about that, right? Because most people just tiptoe around those subjects. You know what I mean? But I also think my stubbornness has gotten me to where I am because if I wasn't stubborn, I probably would have given up on a lot a long yeah. time ago. You know, yeah. and I think part of it is my attitude of, you know, when someone tells me I can't do something, it 
pisses me off and lights a fire under me and makes me say, watch me, you know? So I think that's just part of my stubbornness. And that's another interesting thing too. So what would be your encouragement if someone in your position or similar, um, do not have that stubbornness, what would be your advice to them? You know, some people, (laughs) (laughs) well, you know, because some people are just, you know, they're just timid. They're introverts. Like you said, you were in high school, you know, was, um, a lot of self talk. I have to do that still sometimes look myself in the mirror and look at myself in the eyes and, and give myself some positive talks and positive affirmations, uh, you know, uh, kick in the pants. Also, I've got a lot of good friends and when I'm going through stuff, they don't just tell me what I want to hear. You know, they tell me what I need to hear and give me that kick in the pants. And sometimes it's, some people might say, well, that's harsh what they said or whatever, but sometimes that's what I need, especially, especially because I'm so stubborn. I think I need to hear it. Like, I don't want to, I don't want people to tell me what they think I want to hear. Yeah. You know, be real me. yeah. And um, I think we've all got it somewhere inside of us, you know, find that drive, find that motivation. I think if you find what motivates you, you know, you'll, You'll do what you got to do. Yeah, I think it's interesting too that you said that because um, everyone figures this out at some. If they don't, you know, I feel bad. But like, there's, it's all about the company you keep, and it's so cliche. There's another cliche thing we talk about, right? But like, if you have a core group of people around you, and everyone knows this, as you get older and as you go through things, you slowly, slowly get a smaller group of friends and the core group there. And that if you have those people that are real and who lean, you know, you lean on them, they also lean on you and they know who you are. Then it's really great because they can, just like you said, no matter if it's hurts your feelings or not, they're going to keep it real with you. You know, right. Yeah, it's true. I mean, who cares if they hurt my feelings, if it helps me in the end. And yeah, it's so true about who you hang with. I, you know, I used to always tell my kids that, and I know they, would roll their eyes and think I'm crazy, but I used to tell them who you hang with is who you become like, you know, and think about who you're hanging with. And now it's true because both of them have a very small circle of friends now because they realized that those people they were hanging with weren't good for them. Even a younger son now who, man, we've been through some rough times the last few years. Um, is finally saying, Oh yeah, I've been starting to hang with this person hanging with that person. And man, they're really successful and they're so smart about this and that. And, uh, you know, they're really motivated and they've got goals, the same goals that I have. And so I'm like, man, it's good to hear my kids. Yes. And not trying to hang with people who, you know, are goal oriented and motivated yeah. and successful and are going places in life, you know? Well, it, yeah, and it really is exciting, too, because, like, I remember looking back and, you know, I tell people this, too, is like you slowly disassociate yourself with those people who don't have common likes or interests. Not that there's anything against those people, you know, right. but you just don't align anymore. Things have changed. You have new goals. You have new outlooks. So your circle has to change. And it seems to be that it always gets smaller and more compact because, 
your outline or your basically your vision on what you want seems to be clearer. You know, as you get older, hopefully, you know, sometimes that's clouded, but it always is by something, you know. True. And, you know, there's certain people I've kind of been around certain people who I feel like uh, maybe their energy just kind of clashes with mine or maybe yes. they just yes. range you and brings you down. And I just don't want to be around that. You know, yeah. I'm just like, okay, you know, I love you. I wish you well, but <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, no, I, keep those people at a very safe distance because I couldn't agree more. I mean, negative brews more negative, right? <laughs> positive brews more positive. Positive this is what it is. I mean, it's how it works. It's heavy sometimes. Sometimes that negativity just feels like uh, just yeah. you know heavy. So I don't want to. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we wrap up, is there anything like any last words, any advice? And, and it may be for look at the end of the day, like you're you're very rare, right? There's not a lot of people that have your certain disability, but anyone with a disability or any just regular average Joe, you know, who may be going through some things, what would be your advice? You know, I would say lean on your friends when you need to. I think I think how many suicides and stuff we've heard about lately, especially I think during COVID, there's been so many, um, because people think they have to just deal with things on their own and internalize everything. And, um, I don't care what you're going through, find someone to talk to lean on your friends, lean on someone you trust, uh, to help you through things. And life doesn't have to be all that bad, you know, yes, sometimes negative things happen, bad things happen. Not everything is sunshine and rainbows all the time, you know, but, um, we we have those, the rain and we have the storms, but they can't last forever. So yeah, remember that. And like I said earlier, there's always someone who's got it worse. Yeah. Focus on the positive things, have that attitude of gratitude. Um, and that doesn't mean that other people are going to make you happy. Cause I always say happiness is an inside job, you know, and that's something else from Kathy. <laughs> um, that well, shout out to Kathy. First off, he is just wisdom, <laughs> but, uh, I love her. Um, but yeah, happiness is an inside job and you've got to find that within yourself and you can't, you know, even though, yes, you're on your friends, you can't depend on everyone else to make you happy. Um, you got to do that on your own. So, yeah, well, look, I couldn't agree more. And I feel like that um, we're probably going to do a couple more episodes <laughs> because I, I just, I, like I said, you're a shining light. <laughs> you're a shining light to, to people who may have self-doubt. At the end of the day, that's what I think, you know. Um, I think that there's so many people that are out there that, that, you, that you're so selfless and you don't seem to have any self-doubt. And there's so many people out there that do have self-doubt. And when they look at someone who may be restricted, they just, they, it, sometimes it just clicks, you know, and I feel like some people need that, you know? Yeah. And sometimes I, I get talking and I think, God, why did I just say that? And then I find out later, you know, someone was listening and that's what they need to hear. So yeah. you know, I go with my gut and just 
speak my mind, I guess. Well, <laughs> look, it's been great today. I'm glad you came back. I was glad to have you on again. And uh, I'm glad to see you're in a better position. You seem to be happy, and it's so awesome because um, I want to spread your word. And as it stands right now, you're my number one episode on YouTube. So oh, we'll, awesome. we'll see. We'll see if we we will see if we can beat that with this second episode. But um, it's really exciting because I get a lot of feedback. I get a lot of people. Um, I was at a restaurant a few months ago, and someone come up to me and said, "You had um, Barbie Thomas on your podcast." I said, "Yeah, I did. She's awesome." She's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it!" And that's the reason she started listening to my podcast. So thank you so much for your time. And I feel like that. Um, we're spreading some positivity around here. At the end of the day, that's all that matters, right? That's what matters. Let's do it. And, and next time, let's let's post some um, more current pictures. That was my grandma. <laughs> Look, that was my grandma <laughs> said, "Did you cut your hair, or is this an old picture?" <laughs> I don't know. I feel bad. I should have asked you for a current photo. I just pulled one okay. online. <laughs> my grandma, I'm like, no, grandma, that's a really old picture. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look, it's so great to see you and catch up with you again. And um, any last words, any last plugs, anything you want to talk about? Uh, no, I think that was it. Um, I mean, if we want to talk about nobility again, there's sure. always need of um, donations. Um, it costs a lot of money to put on these camps. And we do not only the big summer camp, but little mini camps and uh, all over the country all year long. And it costs a lot of money to do that. So anytime anyone can donate anything monetarily, it's greatly appreciated. And so nobability.org is where you can do that. Okay. Well, I'll definitely include a link when we launch this thing and let everyone know too, like we did last time. But other than that, thank you so much for being on. Everyone, please subscribe to the podcast. Barbie Thomas, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you.